I do like Future Shock wrestling events. This is my, what is it, third, fifth, since they came back? Fifth, fourth? Anyway, this is the last one before the end of the year. And the WWE are nearby tonight. I think they're in Liverpool. So, you know what I'm going to say, don't you? Audience isn't sold out. And um, it's not the card that we might have seen on previous uh, shows. So, there's no champion. Deadly Damon Lee. Sonder Durson is supposed to be here tonight. He's not here for this event. Um, it's just a little bit different. But you know what? This is a federation that's warm and welcoming and lovely. And they make what they can out of what they've got. And they've done it. Lemons. Lemonade. Sometimes it's a little bit watery, but occasionally it's full of taste. First of all, we've got some housekeeping to do, I suppose, or, well, not exactly housekeeping, previous wrestling housekeeping. I'm not talking about Braun Strowman with a, with a, with a, um, a vacuum cleaner, a sharp or something like that, trying to reach up for your cobwebs. Mind you, he wouldn't need to reach very far, would he? Get the great Carly to do that. You wouldn't even need the vacuum cleaner. Anyway, we've got Lachlan Sharp, who's won the um, the tournament from Australia with a mullet. Seen him wrestle before. Very nice. They've been running the tournament um, in sort of lockdown rules on YouTube. And there's been some really good matches here, actually. So he's won the cup. E-I-I-D-O, he's won the cup. And um, Tonga, who is very over, has won the female championship. Um, in a sort of scramble, I suppose. Is it a scramble? Anyway, she's won it. Here's some of the big news, and not entirely welcome news. The main event was due to be Sam Bailey, who I think has got such charisma to spare. People don't like him. I happen to like that they don't like him. Versus Chris Ridgway. Now, that should have been something special, because... Sam Bailey is a nefarious heel who doesn't like to engage too much and screams when things aren't going too well. You can imagine how much screaming would have taken place. Would he have faced Chris Ridgway? Would he have faced, I did say, Ridgway is not here. Well, he is here, but then later we're told he's not here. But he can't wrestle anyway. So Sam Bailey's out two chance of we all want a refund sure the promoter's face paled at that and he's talking about what a coward Ridgeway is he has a real way with the microphone does Sam Bailey really like it, really like his coach persona as well main um, trainer for the uh, for the performance centre for Future Shock all of that, love all that uh, love his two-tone hair as well really nicely done and out comes Joe Kessler, who is, of course, a new member of Northwest Strong. Now, I was there on the night that he was inculcated. That's not the word. In, in, in. Anyway, I, when they offered him the place, he doesn't sit that well with Northwest Strong, in my view. Oh, anyway, he's out to say that 
he'll fight Sam Bailey. So there you go. Um, yeah, that's not too bad, really. And I think I can enjoy that match later on. Because Kessler has strong style to a certain extent. And Bailey will be able to get some screams out. Okay, let's move on to the wrestling proper. And because I've had that disappointment, the first match will be Chris Egan. Yes, that's correct. He's really over. Out of Denton, Denton's finest, Chris Egan, has a sort of cat weasel feel to him. Remember that in the 70s? You're probably not old enough, but I remember it. He was a TV um, TV character, played by Jeffrey Bailden. Yeah, I remember him in Asylum. Very good. Anyway, and he was also a wrestler. Got a bit of that kind of feel about him. Um, not that I'm saying he's some kind of derelict. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he has a kind of comedy feel that way. He's well over, and he's fighting Declan, McCar- Declan McCarthy. Now, I saw Declan McCarthy last time out, I think it was, the future shock, and it was okay. But he was still sort of deciding, I think, whether to be a heel or a face. He's definitely now a heel. And um, there's some good stuff in here. Nice springboard arm drag from Chris Egan early on. Now, Declan McCarthy slams Chris Egan into the ropes. I'm not sure whether he meant to do that, but it looks really quite nasty. But then he did mean to hit a big forearm, fast dragon screw, and then a fisherman release suplex from Declan McCarthy, which is very nice, actually. Very nice indeed. The best move of the match, I think, is a spine buster to a clover leaf from Declan McCarthy. That's really nice to see. Egan, though, hits a good missile drop kick and um, they um, they pop for the Egan kip up. <laughs> it's not, it's all right. Egan's bound to go over here. He's bound to win. He hits a quite soft brain buster. Very, very protected for the pin. That's not a bad start. Next, we've got the trophy presentation. It's quite a nice trophy. Looks like a sort of silver jewellery makeup, to be honest. And out comes Lachlan Sharp. Seems very sweet in the interview. Apparently, his family were over to watch him wrestle. And here is uh, Keenan Krishna. Because they fought in the final. And he says that after you beat DDL, I think that's still up in the air and in question then I want the next match. But someone's here to rain on their parade. And I like this gentleman's shtick. It's Rizwan Khan, who wants a match with Lachlan Sharp. Of course his mate gets involved and says, no, you can fight me. Now, they hadn't really decided on that before Khan smacks him in the head with a microphone. Yes. So now we know we've got a match, don't we? Yes, indeed. There is some good work in here, particularly um, Keenan Krishna's um, sweet, very sweet Hurricane Rana uh, and Tilt-A-Whirl Armbreaker. I like that move. been seeing it a lot lately and I like it. Khan hits a release belly to back and Krishna flew. He must have flown 20 feet. Can't be 20 feet. The ring's not massive. 10 feet. It was huge. He did get some air miles on that I must say then there's a very good Khan delayed vertical suplex he's a bigger guy than Krishna but he really holds him up nicely 
And Christian takes a very, very nasty, I mean safe, I think, but nasty bump over the ring, over the ring post to the outside. Yeah. Then, very quickly, they've got um, a hard camera and two roving cameras. One roving cameraman gets in the middle of the work outside, loses his camera, he's looking at it longingly, but it's in the middle of the action and he can't really step in, excuse me, lads. I think it's all right though. Um, then Khan hits a sort of, um, Ruslan Khan hits a sort of tilt-a-whirl throw. He doesn't really do anything with it, but it's a released tilt-a-whirl, I suppose. And then um, Krishna hits an arm, gets an arm bar, cinches it in, and Khan taps, but just before that, his feet were all over the ropes, and the ref was right there. So it's a bit of a shame, but this is a pretty good match. And now we've got the first half main event. It's Tonga versus Harley Hudson. Now, Tonga is really over, and I, and I, I recognise that. She's a conventionally good-looking woman, and I, I recognise that as well. She's not over with me. I'm not particularly delighted with her wrestling skills, and the kind of ultimate diva stick she's got, I don't think she really plays it that well. Anyway, she's the champion, crowd lover, and that's fair enough. I might be missing something, but I don't find it wonderful. Harley Hudson, on the other hand, young, smaller, sparky, from Liverpool, makes it very clear early on that she is. She has a kind of real um, pushy banter with the crowd. They then start to chant some very um, unsavoury things around where's your stereo, all that kind of stuff, and all of that. Typical Scouser, always cheating, all that kind of stuff. But Harley Hudson plays up to that, and it's really good to see that. It's really nice to have that link back to the to the past. Lana Austin, who will be here later, has the same sort of thing. Really nice. And you know what? Harley Hudson takes a lot of this match. She really does, actually. Tonga tries to pin from a face plant early on. No, 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 you don't get it from that. Tries for cattle mutilation, doesn't really have it. Harley Hudson scoots out, then hits lovely neck snaps, uh, leg snaps, a leg lock, lock, and um, a fisherman suplex throw. There's a nice Harley pump handle slam for a long two. But Tonga gets the cattle mutilation, which is not really cinched in. She's not really, she's bridging back, but she's not really got the bridge at the shoulders so much. And she's not really got it cinched in and locked in at the hands. It'll get better, but it's nice that she's used that as a pin. Harley Hudson has good energy. She did a lot here. Tonga was okay. I'm going for a Coca-Cola. See you in a moment. Well, that was all right. Wasn't too watered down. And um, we have what is actually one of the matches of the night to bring us back into the second half. It's Lana Austin and Jenny B versus Katie Hawkins and Kelly Van Ness. Kelly Van Ness has got a kind of mod scar thing going on. Checkerboard, black and white, and comes onto scar music. Quite nice. She's over. Katie Hawkins, who's got lots of power, is really over. Lana Austin isn't over. Well, she is because she's got great heel heat and works well with Jenny B, actually. Early on, there's a nice um, Katie Hawkins Russian leg sweep and, and low lariat, but um, but then uh, there's a smooth neck breaker from Jenny. Um, 
a very nice step up in Zaguri. You don't often see a step up in Zaguri these days, but Kelly Van Ness hits that nicely. Austin, when she's in there, what a brutal and lovely and smooth lung blower out of the corner. Then a snap, snap suplex as a brutal belly to back suplex. Um, well, a belly to back throw, I suppose, um, from Jenny B on Kelly Van Ness, and then a, and then an immediate double suplex too. Yes, Van Ness comes back though with a spear, which I didn't think she'd have the power to pr- to produce, but it's sold nicely from Lana Austin, I think. And the crowd are really into this. There's lots of chants all the way through the night. In fact, the chanters or chanties, no chanters. I was a chantee. Chanters are sitting behind me, so it's nice to hear where they come from. That's good. Then Katie hits a backstabber for a for a long two. This is good work. Really quick and good work. And a black hole slam, which looks pretty damn good, actually. Not as good, though, as Kelly Van Ness's octopus, which is really, really cinched in. There's a, a, a really brutal power bomb from Lana Austin from an electric chair position for a very long two on Van Ness. And then double team shenanigans for the draping DDT from Lana Austin and the pin. That was great. Really good action. Really good moves. Crowd were into it. They dislike Lana Austin. She plays up to it. Why not? And now for the other match of the night. It's the models. They offer an open challenge. And uh, Joey and Danny are challenging anybody from the from the back. Although Danny can't use his left hand, it looks like. Now, Joey is starting, um, as you might expect, against Mr. Egan, Chris Egan, pulling double duty tonight, which made me think, isn't there anybody else in the back? Or is it just that you think, we need the, or, the, the crowd to get into this? And Big Guns Joe, who's returning, not been seen for a while, crowd love him. Yeah, the chant is, he's big, he's bad, He'll body slam your dad. Lovely. That's very nice. I like a good chant. And there were some tonight. Just some. And then Joey cannot hang cannot um, hang with Big Joe's power. He's got good ring awareness though. You know this. He's been doing this for a long time. Joey Hayes has been doing it for a long time. So he's one of the originals, as you know, with uh, with his mate Danny and with DDL, who wasn't there tonight. Really missed him, you know? Anyway, he knows where he is and escapes this. He's got superior ring smarts, if you like. Now, Danny's in, works well without the left the left arm. They use nefarious double teamwork. And then um, Joe tries to hit a Boston, a Boston crab, on a, on a man that's not legal. So he just decides to do it on both of them. And he hits a Boston Crab on both of the models at the same time. That's fabulous. Just great. The nefarious work continues as Hayes pulled the ref, pulls the ref out of the ring on a Joe Clear pin, I reckon. And then Egan uses the belt. The crowd are crazy at this. Such, such a close two. 
The crowd are so hot for this. It's wonderful, really. Egan then runs into a 3D, but only a 2. The crowd are absolutely shocked. They thought, oh, here we go, it's over. You know the models aren't going to lose the belts here, but there's a feeling that they might. And then Egan, asking um, as Joe is about to pin, saying, no, I want to be involved as well. Oh, come on, mate, just pin him and win the belts. He goes up top, gets caught up there, gives the models time to regroup. There's an RKO and then a 3D on Egan for the pin. And Danny wants to go back to the dressing room because he's got a bad arm. But no, they have to stay in the ring. He has to get back in, in fact, because he was out. Synergy. Who chase him out the ring. And they're on a tear, aren't they? So they'll be the next contenders. That would be a good match, actually. The model's athleticism and ring smarts and Synergy's power and that's about it. Okay, that was a really good match. Here is your main event. Sam Bailey versus Joe Kessler. And it sadly didn't live up to what I thought it might. It's following two good matches here. It's cagey early on and clearly they are calling things on the fly. Bailey's got a bit of screaming going on. Not enough for my liking. Could have done a lot more. They're such fun when he does that. There's a nice Joe Kessler brain buster for a two. He is quite, you know, he's he's quite, he's strong. He has a strong style, as you might expect. Superb Sam Bailey springboard stomp to the back. Double feet, lovely. The ref then checks on both of them, saying something to them. I think he's telling them that it's time to go home. There's a nasty Joe Kessler chokeslam and then a pretty good package pile driver, although he loses control of it just at the end for a Sam Bailey win, but it's nice to see him unpack that package pile driver. And that's it. It wasn't as ex- well, it wasn't, it didn't have the thrills and spills and big angles that we've had in previous events, but it really had some good work in it. Two really superb matches. The crowd were hot and they were sent home happy. That is what Future Shock does. And long may it do that. I'll be there for the next one in February, I think it is. And I'll miss it till then. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.